Hello, you're listening to the Life Worship Center podcast with Pastor Helene Robinson. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this message. Well, I want us to go to the Word of God, and, and normally I, I, I will always go where God says go. And every now and then he will lead me to a place based on where we are in this present time. And over the course of the week, locally here and nationally known, we had a major, major, major incident to happen here in our area. And I mean, when I tell you very close to home, it was close to home. And all during the course of the, the, the week, even prior to that, you know, I study and reading the word of God. But God had me to go to a certain place to address where we are as a country. Um, let me give you the title first. It says, what do we do now? What do we do now? What do we do now? I've shared on our Bible, uh, on our book studies and on our prayer line, we are in the last days. Yes. Uh, whether you believe it or not, the word of God says that there will be perilous times. Yes. Things are getting worse and worse. They're not going to get any better. They're not going to get any better. They're not going to get any better. We, we thought that 9-11 was the worst. Then we moved from 9-11 to people going into churches and, and places of worship and killing one another. We, we go from going into a simple movie theater and killing one another. We go into the safety and look to the safety of schools and learning institutions to be safe. And we've gone from the colleges where they're shooting down to our area and our elementary school. So there is no place that is safe Jesus. except under the shadow of the Almighty. Yeah. Now I need to let the believers know now, it's not going to get any better, but you should have no fear. If this is ever a time you tell Satan that you have your Jesus card, I don't walk in fear. Go on and use it. No, you know how you go to a concert and you're able to get backstage and get plastic. Use your card. Go on and use it. Because you should live in no fear, but with the reality that times are going to get worse. He, he says, I'm not telling you that today to have you to stay at home and lock your windows and don't want to go out. I don't want you looking over your shoulder and living in fear and checking the windows three or four times and can't even sleep. That's not why he's sending the word. He's letting you know times are going to get worse, but lo now, I'm with you. Always, always, I'm with you always, I'm with you always. But I want you to go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 7. 1 Samuel chapter 7. Ah, I tell you, 1 Samuel chapter 7. And I want to start at verse 3. Because when I ask where do we go from here, because this is not the first mass shooting we have had. Well. As a matter of fact, I believe the number is up to 12 now that were killed. We've had mass shootings where hundreds have been killed at one time. And if we as man could figure out the answer, we would have figured it out by now. Well. 
So the lobbyists, they're there in Washington, they fight over gun control. But here's the thing, if somebody wants to do evil, y'all know somebody's gonna do evil. Well. We, we live in a time where now somebody can strap a bomb to themselves. When you have no regard for your life or others, there's nothing you can do with a man or woman that has no regard for their life. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So if I'm willing to strap a bomb to myself and go into a crowded place and blow myself up, how do you stop a person with that mindset? You can't. Mm -hmm. Come on, come on. So where do we go from here? How in the world can this sick and twisted world in which we live get any better? Mm. If that be the case, we stop all the churches and I could go to the mall on Sunday. Where did that come from? <laughs> okay, I could, I could read my word during the week. I could study and be in relationship with God because I read and study and spend time with him more than just on a Sunday and a Thursday. Uh-huh. So I said, God, if it's not going to get any better, what in the world do we do? God, are we wasting our time, spending our wheels when we come together? He says, no, you're not. There's a good reason to come together. Yeah. So let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 7, and I want to start at verse 3. Mm -hmm. ah. Now, there were some people, let me lead up to you, the people that had, had strayed away from the things of God. Now, can I tell you something? Part of why our nation is where it is is because we strayed away from the things of God. Tell the truth. Nothing good can come from when we do opposite of what God says. Well. Nothing good. Nothing good. Nothing good. Nothing. I can't think of a time when something good came from out of my disobedience. Mm. Nothing good. I got away with it for the moment, though. Thank you for grace. <laughs> a few times I did stuff I wasn't supposed to. And matter of fact, doing something wrong felt good. I well, good. Right? Okay, I just want y'all to know, got away with it, glad about it, Lord. <laughs> but in the end now, in the end, well, when I look back over it, nothing good came out of it. Thought I got away with it. <laughs> the women came later and got two weeks delayed but it still came Mama. nothing comes good Ooh. when we disobey what the word says Ooh. I've talked before I don't care how many laws man puts in place Ooh. I don't care that they legalize things that God said was wrong Ooh. nothing good Ooh. will come from it Ooh. okay so we have a country that has strayed away from the things of God. And now in this scripture, in 1 Samuel chapter 7, starting at verse 3, we have a people that have strayed away, and Samuel is going to talk to them. So verse 3 says, And Samuel spake unto all the house of Israel, saying, If you do return unto the Lord with all your heart, See, now here's the thing. I don't care how far you stray away, you always have a chance to get back. Yeah. I don't care all the crazy stuff you have done. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. We only know of some of the crazy stuff. Well. But the real bad stuff, I don't nobody know what you're in the law. Boy, let me tell you, I'm so glad the Lord don't tell my business. <laughs> so, Lord, I'm so Lord, God, they know enough for that stuff I did that don't nobody know what you and me. I get to thinking them for just that stuff. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So sometimes when I'm hopping and skipping, y'all say it won't that much. I'm thinking about 
Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I get happy over what y'all don't know he brought me out of. Sinner needing to be saved all over again. Yes, I was. So verse 3, and Samuel spake unto all the house of Israel, saying, If you do return unto the Lord with all your heart. That's the first step we got to recognize. You got to recognize that you're strayed. I think we live in a time, too, we keep accepting stuff. It's hard to get people to understand you're strayed. You over to the left. You're not going to return unless you know you're off course. Come on, come on. There's nothing worse than talking to somebody that's off course and they telling you they're not. Yeah, you are. You all course, boo. No, I'm not. This is what I feel. Listen to me. You all course. And it's hard. Well, see, I love the Holy Spirit. We talked about that Bible study. The Holy Spirit in us that convicts me and lets me know when I'm off course. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is not for me to run around and shout. I, I can do that pretty much when we get paid. <laughs> Sometimes I start thinking of more important things and saying they don't come out. <laughs> oh, I can shout over blessings. I don't need the Holy Spirit to do that. I really need the Holy Spirit to keep me in balance so when I go too far to the left, it convicts me and brings me back. Come on, come on, come on. Don't let me go way out in left field where the enemy can sift me and destroy me. Before I go too far, correct me, pop my hand and say, get it together so I won't go too far. So Samuel tells them, if you do return unto the Lord with all your heart, then put away the strange gods. Put away those things that you shouldn't do and the things that you idolize and work. Put them away. Stop doing that. And go to Ashtoreth from among you and prepare your hearts unto the Lord and serve him only. And he would deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. If this world will recognize that they have sinned, we live in a time where they don't even recognize they have sinned. They, they tell me that because I'm feeling a certain way, that it's right. Well, My feelings don't line up with the word of God. I'm still feeling the wrong way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it has nothing to do with my feelings. As believers, we judge right and wrong not on our feelings. Because oh. I'm going to be honest with you. Tomorrow morning, I'll get up and I'll go to work. And I don't feel like him. Can you imagine how many days I would have stayed home if I ain't feeling like him? I'm looking at only out of a five day week, I may have that feeling maybe two. <laughs> if that might, you're right. And one of those days is a Friday because I know Saturday is the next day. So I know I'm going to be at work every Friday. I know that. But the rest of them up in the air. If I went by my feelings, uh-huh. why do we think that our feelings supersede the word of God? I have no idea. 
within in our society because we feel a certain way or we articulate our feelings or we say this is just how I feel. We kind of condone that as a society and have moved away from the word of God. Yeah. Here's the thing, the word of God is true and it is right. All by itself. It will always be the truth and it will always be right. My feelings better line up with the word. Amen. My thinking better line up with the word. Have you ever got a whipping when you were little? Mama. And you're looking at your mama after it's over with. You're thinking so many things you want to say to her and do. <laughs> I want to tell her how I feel. I want to throw something at her and run. You know, you all these, all these feelings. But how many of you realize, even then as a child, your brain told you that ain't the best thing? <laughs> So you went on in your room. You didn't mumble till you got away from her because she couldn't hear you. Then you talk smack to yourself. Well, Why do we to go to God with our feelings? And we don't even control our feelings enough to line up with his word. Okay, so let's go back because I told you, what do we do now? People went to work the other day. Jesus. They grabbed their lunches, they ran out the house, told their husbands and children, bye, I'll talk to you later. See y'all later, what we going out to eat, what we gonna do the next day? Sure enough. Got in, parked the car, did their normal routine, and before that day was over, mm. their lives ended and families changed forever. Ever, ever, ever. And then when the person that did this heinous act he, that person is killed. As a person that remains, you still get no understanding of a why. Yes, say it, say it, say it. I don't even know what drove the person to do such a horrible thing. And when you don't know that, you don't know how to stop it from happening again. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So the people that commit these heinous acts, usually they are killed. And I can't even get a reasoning as to why you do it. So maybe we can stop it. We still don't know. So business will open again on tomorrow. Uh And if the grace of God isn't extended, it could happen again. So what do we do next? Samuel tells the people, return to the Lord. Jesus. With all your heart. Put away that mess, those strange gods you used to worship and do. And prepare your hearts unto the Lord. I can't return to him and not have a total turn of mind and heart. Uh-huh. See, that's the difference between people being in church and the church being in people. All right, all right. When I return or turn to God, it's a change of heart and mind. Mm-hmm. He says, and serve him only and he will deliver you out of the hands of the Philistines. Look at verse 4. Then the children of Israel did put away Balaam and Ashtaroth and serve the Lord only. Once you hear the word, you got to do the word. It is not that we're not in a society that doesn't hear the word of God. Everything in the world is in the palm of your hand. Amen. Yesterday, Michael and I were headed out going somewhere. We had to take that rental car back so I could get my car. 
We get, got maybe five minutes from our house. Michael said, hold up, hold up. Hold, were you driving at the time? Could have been. Hold up, Helene, we gotta go get my phone. <laughs> now I, I'm thinking, if some emergency pop off right, I got mine, Helene don't call me, but I ain't no big deal. Helene, we gotta go get my phone. <laughs> I don't know. ESPN coming on in the middle of the day, probably. I don't know. So we turn around because he was having heart palpitations and I want him to live again. So we go get the phone. This is just one. Our whole society. Yes. Yes. Our entire society yes. will turn around and get the phone. Amen. Yes, Lord, we will. Yes, Lord, we will. Now, I'm going to teach a bit different. If I leave mine, don't bring it to me. I'm going to count on the blessings. Just call me at work. If it's important, call me at work. The, the Lord didn't want me to have the day on the time. I ain't going back. Because if I go home, I'm staying home. I'm going to leave mine there. I'm just telling you. If you miss me, call me at work. They'll give me the message. Won't they, Miss Lewis? They'll give me the message. I am not going back. But everything is in the palm of our hand. So I can sit here in Virginia and listen to preaching anywhere around the world. Amen. So it's not that we don't know what to do. I'm going to tell you now, I'm not, I'm not taking that excuse. It's not that we don't know what to do. But we have to hear the word. We have to be hearers and doers of the word. So Samuel warned the people, he said, listen, listen. Turn your hearts, turn back to the Lord. Turn your hearts and minds totally to it. Let go of all those things that dishonor God. Verse 5, then Samuel gathered all Israel to Mesbeth, and I will pray for you unto the Lord. And they gathered unto Mesbeth and drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fastened fast on that day. Sometimes I got to do, once I turn, see, we're in such perilous times mm -hmm. that I need us to corporately get God to do something. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bible says we're two or three again. Let's just take what he says. Uh -huh. He said he's in the midst. Yes. So if I get two or three hundred together, mm -hmm. he's hovering all over us. I'm, I'm, I'm. You see what I'm saying? So what he says is, now, if you turn your heart back to me, mm. Heart and mind, let go of the things that I told you not to do. Now, I need you to do one more little thing for me. Mm. I need you to fast. Some things only going to come by prayer and fasting. We have come to a society, even now in church. Now, please don't expect the sin of the fast. Yeah, she don't know what that is. <laughs> You want me to delay eating? Tell me why. <laughs> Ain't no God I know telling me not eat. I'm just saying so. So you go, you, you, the ones that fast, y'all too safe for me. What is the minimum I got to do to get to happen? So I'm not trying to go that far with my walk. But there are some things, and in these dark days we live in, the only thing that's going to change it is prayer and fasting. Samuel said, now, if you, if you let go of all that stuff, y'all are wicked people and have turned from what God taught you. But let me tell you how to get back in line. Turn your hearts to the Lord. Let go of these things you shouldn't. Now, I need to call a fast. And I need to call a fast. 
What would happen if we called the fast today? God. Now see, prayer means a little different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Prayer means we get together. Bye -bye. I grew up on prayer meeting. Even when I didn't want to pray, we were praying. Mm -hmm. When I didn't understand why I had to go every day, we were praying. So prayer, I get though. You know why? Because we gather together. I get to see the saints, and we, you know, we pray and lay before the Lord. Somebody break out in a song. Somebody break out in a shout. We go back praying some more. Somebody give a little testimony, and we do that for hours upon oh, hours, on into the next day. Yes, ma'am. But the fasting thing is a little different. <laughs> see, you got to leave me when you fast. Ooh. We gonna fast for a week. So you leave me and you go home. Well. <laughs> you leave me, you drive past Chick-fil-A, you drive past, I didn't say you go through the drive, you drive past. You, you leave me, now see if I break my fast, ain't nobody Sister Savage, and I can leave me and go by Sister Savage if I want to, but that's all I'm saying. But if, when I break my fast, and I'm out here in this big cruel world, nobody know but me and Jesus. My, my, my. <laughs> Prayer means I'm accountable to the people in the sanctuary among all of us got together. Uh -huh. Y'all kind of keep me praying when I want to fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? Y'all kind of keep me there because everybody else still praying. I'm going to say, but fasting takes my growth and my relationship with God deeper. Mm -hmm. Challenging times come in your life. You got to go deeper. Mm -hmm. Challenging times we are facing in this world. You got to go deeper. I can't just pray about the matter. Uh-uh. I have to crucify my flesh and I gotta go deeper. Some of the things we're still dealing with, we've been dealing with them for a few years in our own personal life, is because you gotta go deeper. He says, I'm not I'm challenging you to pray and put a little fasting on top of that prayer. Because you gotta go. Something's just not gonna move until you go that far. Well, so verse 6 says, and they gathered together at Mishmith and drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fasted on that day and said there, we have sinned against the Lord. Mm. Samuel judged the children in Mishmith. And when the Philistines heard, and listen to what, listen to the enemy's response. See, if the people of God understood mm -hmm. that when we get together and do it God's way, we get the enemy's attention. Mm. He understands that I cannot win if they get it together. Mm. I cannot win if they do it the way the Lord says do. Mm -hmm. He's banking on us doing what we're doing now. We're together one bit. <laughs> He's banking that ain't nobody fasting in 2019 except a few old saints. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm like this because I'm a little tired. But nevertheless, <laughs> I think that he's banking on there's only a handful of people. When you look at the hundreds and thousands of people that say they say, only a handful of them still fast. Only a handful of them pray on a consistent basis. But when we get together, guess what? It gets the enemy's attention. Uh -huh. See, usually he's always messing with you. You don't have to wake up and ask him to come mess with you. He's going to wake up every day and he's coming at you. But if you want to get his attention to the point that he's fearful of what may come, get together and line it up with the word. Watch what happens. It says, when the Philistines, now the Philistines are the enemy. Uh -huh. 
The Philistines represent the devil and Satan in our lives. Verse 7, and when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel were gathered together to Mishpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. For the children of Israel said to Samuel, cease not to cry unto the Lord our God for us. That we, will, that we will save us out of the hand, that he will save us out of the hand of the Philistines. And Samuel took up a suckling lamb and offered it for a burnt offering, holy unto the Lord. And Samuel cried unto the Lord for Israel, and the Lord heard him. When the Philistines heard that the people had gotten together on one accord, they immediately said, we have to go after them and interrupt what they're doing. Well, And I get on one accord and align my life with the Lord's. I align my thinking with his. I align my speaking with his. I align my actions with his. You get the enemy's attention because he realized in a minute there's nothing I can do with them. Wow. Verse 11, and the men of Israel went to Mesbeth and pursued the people. I want y'all to go with me. Do this for me. Do this for me because we're going to stop in a second. Go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 7. Go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 7. While you're turning there, I want to talk to you about the state of where we are even now. According to the Federal Bureau of Investigations in 2017, their results, it says there's an estimate of 382,000 crimes, valid crimes committed per 100,000 inhabitants. Crimes every day. These are crimes that are reported. That's the only way they can take statistics. So consider the fact that a lot of crimes happen that aren't even reported. Yeah. Aggravated assault accounted for 65% of violent crimes. People attacking other people, assaulting other people. How do you think we get from 65% of crimes aggravated assault to an employee coming and shooting up his workplace? That's not a far-fetched cheap jump, is it? When that many people take out their aggressions violently every day. God help us. What do we do next? Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Yes. If my people. If my people, he distinguished it, my people. My people are identified as those that name the name of Christ. If my people, if my people, those that follow and do what the word of God says, and my people, see, that's why the government and politicians of them can't fix the problem. He said, my people. Well, I need my people to get it together. He says, I, I, don't, I don't care what they're doing out there in the, in the world. I don't, I don't care about what Washington is saying. I don't care what the gun, lo gun lobbyists in them are saying. If my people, mm -hmm. 
It's almost like the Lord could peep over heaven and say, hello, all my people, raise your hand, please. Raise them like I'm on camera. Hello, where my, where my people? You know, you walk in somewhere crazy, and the first thing I'm looking for, where my people? Y'all have done that before. I don't know y'all. Where my people? Oh, there they go. You want to identify. You, and the Lord says, if my people. He did not say the people. So therefore, I said, Lord, when I was studying, that means we are partially responsible. Come on. Jesus. Come on. You're still preaching. Say it, Pastor. We are partly responsible for what we're seeing happening in this world. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm not looking to use the world. They are not my people. Uh -huh. I'm not looking to use the sinner. He's not looking to me for direction at all. I'm giving the answer to my people. No, my people are so busy worrying about whether we look great on Sunday. Y'all know I'm all for shopping. Hallelujah. Just want to preface that. I'm all for looking great. My people worried about all of the activities that we can do and how many people in your church and what concert you're going to and how you hanging out doing all. But he said, if my people, yeah. what, he's like, what are y'all doing? They're shooting and killing everywhere and my people talking about childish stuff. I said, if my people. Yeah. I'll tell you how bad it's gotten. I'm an assistant principal in an elementary school. And even in elementary, I have students that are struggling with their sexual identity in elementary school. I have students, little boys, am I right, Ms. Bloodwork? Little boys right now struggling, having feminine tendencies, and I see them in my book. Elementary school. But my people, my people, we doing something else. We having a cookout. My, my people, we planning trips around the country. He said, if my people, Jesus. So he says, y'all, don't act like this happening in the world and y'all don't have nothing to do with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. My people got something to do with this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got a little hand in what you're saying too. Y'all go to church on Sundays and Bible study and go home and think y'all did okay. He said, no, no, no. No, no. If my people, which are called by my name, he went further to say, not my people in name alone and coming through the motions. My people that are called by my name. So when they hear Christian, they answer to it. Those are my people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When we talk about Jesus, your ear perk up. Those are my people. Uh -huh. That's what the called out, set apart people. Those people. Yeah. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Mm. Ouch. That means my people that are called by my name that answer to me. Oh. The first thing they got to do is get back to understanding that I need thee, oh, I need thee. God, something that's too heavy for me. Yes. Facing some stuff that if you don't fix it, I don't know how it's going to get done. Yes. Living in a society where we're shooting more than we're talking. If my people that are called by my name, first thing you do is humble yourself. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Then it says, pray. I didn't say talk to your sister, your brother. I didn't say get a little council or fellowship together. I said, pray to me. 
see my face. Help me, God. Turn from their wicked ways. Heck, now it implies I got some sin up in me and stuff that I'm doing I shouldn't. Well, help me, Holy Ghost. In order for the world to change, the change is going to come through clean vessels. He says, if they do these things, then will I hear from heaven. Then, then, then after I've prayed and lined my life up and I'm crying out to the Lord, then will I hear from heaven what you say? What I need to do, God? How can I help stop this tragedy from happening again? He, he will speak to me and give me an answer. Then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins and will heal their land. My God. If my people, so what do I do next? What do I do next? My people, we are charged to do what God called us to do all the time. Help me, Holy Ghost. Get back to why He saved you in the first place. Uh huh. Uh huh. Get back to why He came in the first place. He didn't, he didn't come so you could be popular in the church world. He didn't come so you could make your name great and people know who you. He didn't come so they could give you some type of collar and sit in a special seat. He didn't come for all that. Bye-bye. Get back to why he came all together. Stand, I want to pray. Thanks for listening to the Life Worship Center podcast with Pastor Helene Robinson. If you're interested in joining us on Sundays, our services are held at the Clarence Cuffey Community Center at 2019 Windy Road, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23324. Our Sunday morning service is held at 1 p.m. and our Bible studies are held on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Join us and be blessed and remember, there's life in the word.